Episode 7, Season 1 Recap. Welcome to the Forever Podcast. I'm James, and I'm here with Jade Hello. and Colin. Hello. This is the show where we talk to people from all sorts of backgrounds, from artists and musicians to biohackers and business owners, and everything in between. It's almost one year to the day mm. that we started the Forever Podcast. It's, um, so Season 1 is complete, and we are taking a summer break. Um, we usually close the coffee shop in August anyway, and we're all going um, on our holidays. Together. <laughs> Where are you going, Jade? I'm going to uh, St. Lucia with my family, taking my family there for the first time, um, just to show them where, where the family's from, show my little girl where, um, where her nanny Lee is from. Nice. Uh, so, yeah, we thought we would take this opportunity where, to... Sorry. Where are you going? I'm going to Cyprus again. Uh, we have family there, so my kids will be on the beach a lot. And <laughs> anyway, this is a really important. <laughs> Let's get to the meat of this uh, this podcast. This is just to get us in the kind of mood. Colin, going to Bali. Oh, you're doing again. it! Yes. Have you booked? I have. Nice. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah. Oh man, I'm jealous. I love Bali. Awesome Absolutely place. love it. Can't wait. So yeah, I thought we would um, just have a little chat about how we feel the podcast is going um so yeah um podcast as a format what do you what do you both think of of that very good (laughs) (laughs) in in what sense i mean i've never had a podcast before and I, i listen to them but the idea of us starting one i mean it's quite cool it's uh i think it's definitely been a um a learning curve for sure, I think we've found that we've, we've probably taken a little bit of time to find our, our voice, mm. no, no pun intended. Um, well, that's why there were two things that we kind of figured out pretty early on. Um, one that we needed to update the gear we were using. We started with what was what's the machine called that we the audio uh, capture device? A, uh, as, oh, the audio capture device. <laughs> <laughs> the gizmo dingy, dingy machine. Zoom. Zoom recorder. So we were just using that and we had our iPhones as backup. Mm. Um, but we soon realised that with the echo in here and everything else, it was just easier to buy four microphones, a mixer, yeah. and some fancy. And it tables. also, it, it, you know, it, it made our, all the people that came in to kind of uh, to talk, it made them feel a bit more comfortable that we weren't a ramshackle outfit, you know, yeah, exactly. recording on our iPhones. Um, and it kind of made them definitely feel a lot more comfortable with what we were doing mm. and a bit more um, ready to open up as well, a bit more of a professional outfit. For sure. Um, and the other thing was obviously the plan was to release one episode a month and we've kind of, we've done half of that. And this one, so just over half. Um, but yeah, trying to keep to, to one a month is a little bit tricky. I think it was, um, I think it was ambitious for us to say once a month, but I think it was good that we put we tried to put that in place and try to implement it. I think we did well to, I think we did what, the first four were once a month? Yeah. There and thereabouts. Well, we'd, we'd banked a few. So yeah. we'd, ju- by July, by August, we'd, I think we'd recorded three. Yeah. Um, but obviously released the first one in October. Um, yeah, it's always tricky getting people tied down and arranging times we're all free and getting everything to sync. Yeah, and I think that's, that's probably the hardest part. Like mm-hmm. kind of finding evenings when we're all, you know, the Sundays when we're all available, considering we've all got 
relatively busy day, no busy lives anyway. Mm -hmm. You know, kids and actually trying to do life admin, you know, on the yeah. days when you're not working. Um, so we're trying to squeeze in uh, what essentially is a passion project. Mm. And then obviously we've uh, with the RSS feed data, um, we've had over two and a half thousand listens so far on across all episodes, which is uh, I mean I'm pretty pleased with that. I think I think that's unreal. I mean, to be honest, anything above above a hundred would have been I would have been happy with to be quite honest. Yeah, for sure. Um, because without with very little promotion. Um, I mean, apart from kind of social media and not paid promotion, mm. uh, I think it's done really well. I think it's just testament to, I, I, less so to us, but more to the people that we've had on and yeah. the type of content we've been able to create with them. Um, I think it's important in that kind of podcast realm, to, especially if it's a situation where you're doing an interview thing and it's very dependent on the guest to have a guest that's interesting and different from the previous guests that you had as mm. well. Um, I think we've had a good cross-cut of personalities, of, of genders, of, you know, to a lesser extent, uh, social standing. Mm. Like, there's just, there's such a... It's been really like, diverse. Yeah, it's been it? really diverse. And I we, think we, we kind of purposely did that. Mm. You know, we really wanted to have a real cross-cut. So I think what, what we should do is just kind of recap the guests we've had and just maybe pick out some of the... The best bits, as it were. Um, so the first guest was actually a guy called Gary. That um, this was the episode that never happened, and the reason for the reason it never went out was a because we were using the bad audio and it didn't sound great. It was really echoey, um, and we lost the load of sound. And we lost some sound, but the other thing was it, it did go on for about three hours. Yeah. And it was just for our first one, it was just way too long. Yeah. It's had too long for a podcast. Too long. I think, like, like I was saying earlier about finding our voice as well, I don't, I th we haven't quite found our voice yet. Mm. Um, so rather than us leading the conversation, I think we were led a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Um, and for like going forward, I think that wasn't necessarily something that would have fit, especially not into this season. No. Um, uh, but I think it's possibly something that can come back in again. Yeah, for sure. Um, so I mean, we've already been, uh, we've spoken to Gary since and he's keen to come in and record again. Um, and, we're, hey, and we're big fans of Gary as well. Yeah, for so sure. It's not, it's not a, a, it's not a guest. Work. Yeah, it's not a guest thing. It's more of just a, a where it fit in this season thing. So our, our first official guest um, was Enfield-based rapper Benny Diction. Um, Benny D. So for me, the favourite part about that podcast was, I mean, I, I love the podcast, but also the promo rap he did for us. Um, just, yeah, like really cool of him to do that. Um, and he's just a great guy. And I think Colin asked him a question right at the end, like, what was, what's your favourite lyric. ever lyric? <laughs> it's just, and he, he, he came up with something. He was like, oh, I don't know. And then, he, yeah, he just yeah. kind of... As I let out my final expulsion of air, I see a blinding light engulfing my whereabouts. And at last I feel a calm that I've never known, free from gravity, using the stars as my stepping stones. Yeah, top hackers. What's also lovely is that he, having, having had that conversation with him, it, you know, blossomed into further, you know, relationships, further like, 
ventures, for want of a better word. So bean, beans, rhymes, and, uh, and life, which is an event that's held at um, Stanton's, uh, was it third, third Sunday? Like that. Uh, well, we try and do them monthly, but we're taking a break again, like okay. the podcast. But yeah, you're right. Just yes. and, it's, and even even from there, we we filmed a rap video there a couple of weekends ago, uh, which is a, through a friend of Benny's. So yeah, it's it's kind of cool how that one's yeah. that one's panned out. Yeah, and Benny, I mean Benny was great. I we uh, I think I think we all have a, a bit of love for for hip hop. Um, and it was just nice to speak to someone who was so, like, eloquent about it and mm. kind of open to talk about influences and methods and stuff like that. You know, it was really, um, it was really interesting. And of course, he let us use his um, one of his tracks for our intro music to the to the podcast. So, yeah, yeah. a lot of love for Benny. Yeah, I liked the um, inspiration where he would write on trains and things, like mm. where he put pen to paper. Yeah, which was quite cool. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting to hear people's processes and mm. yeah, I think that's probably a theme mm. really with a lot of our our guests is kind of talking about their process and how they get into the the zone um, and kind of how they how they stay in that mode. You know, like it was interesting Benny saying about you know he, he essentially had a notepad and I think he I think he used to didn't he wake up in the middle of the night sometimes and write mm. as well like once it's bits and pieces and then he can kind of go back in when you know years down the line mm. where he actually has time to flesh it out a bit and he'll kind of go back and be like oh yeah that's good right you know bring put it on the track or or finish it off mm. um, properly uh, it was in, then interesting to talk who who was second so after that it was uh, Mary Mary Huckle which oh, was probably like the hardest podcast that uh, yeah. that, mm. that we had obviously uh, her battle with cancer mm. ongoing battle with cancer um, and what I took away from that was just her kind of ability to always see the good side of an awful awful situation and mm. the, the posit- positives or that she could do something good from such a, a terrible situation and in fact again like Benny uh, another relationship has blossomed there we obviously had the um, wear it pink event last year, and I think there's another one planned for for this year. Yeah, we had one last October. year. Yeah, it was October, and there's another one planned for October the 18th. Thoughts on, yeah, on Mary's? No, I mean, I mean that actually, that in a way, that silence kind of covers it. Yeah. Um, because I think we're all kind of after hearing, um, you know, Mary's uh, story and. You know that kind of the things she's she is contending with daily, um, with essentially well, not even essentially. It is a a thing that she will at some point succumb to, um, and it's kind of knowing, being able to kind of push through, knowing that there's a really clear finality to it um, is is just it's just so inspiring. Um, to kind of see her still be like, you know, relatively upbeat, um, and kind of be able to inspire other people as well. No, for sure. Uh, it's just so really um, inspirational woman, really mm-hmm. like strong, um, and just yeah, just a, a just an, a really inspiring story. Just and and on the other like the other part of her interview, um, I really want to give Pilates a go. Um, I do. I, I want to like get that. Done it. You've done it. You yeah. said Colin's already With done Mary. it. Ah, oh, did you? Amazing okay. teacher. Yeah, oh, really good. Really good. So, yeah. No, I'll be interested in. I'm probably going to start that after the summer. Um, 
Yeah. I just like the way she's so positive about her whole business thing as well. Even though she was going through a lot of stuff, she was still super focused, and she was like obviously the determination to get into the whole like um, PT stuff. Even though she had three kids, she complete career change at that time. I feel like like your, that stage of your life must be really difficult. And she's always positive, driven, and she, she just loves helping others as well, mm. which you really get from the charity work as well. It's just, what an amazing person. Mm. Like, it's not what much more I can say, you know. Yeah. And then we had um, Emma Louise, uh, another small business owner. And my God, that was, like, in terms <laughs> of things I learned on, on that one, just yeah. from, was it Ayurveda? Ayurveda. That stuff and gut health and mushrooms um yeah yeah the kimchi good, the good kind as well i think i remember saying on the, yes. on the, on the, the best kind podcast <laughs> um no it's, i mean that stuff is super interesting um and i think it was really it did kind of lead me to explore a little bit further into what some of the benefits are and how i could implement some element of it um i'm always a little wary of implementing going like fully deep into something because i think it's for my personality type is unsustainable so I just need to kind of drip feed things in and maybe take a, a bit of that ideology and use it um, but it was I mean she, one again she's a fantastic person mm. um, in just kind of in general um, and I think it was such, a, such an interesting story of being uh, you know practicing law right she's a, a right yeah a, a lawyer is that right for a solicitor but you know being, being able to balance that with starting a small mm. business and that business growing um very organically mm. um, it's just it's again excellent um, I've had nothing but good reviews for for all the kind of products that she creates um, and I know she's currently moving into doing these like detox uh, sets so like three day detox um, packages so oh, you, cool. you follow the diet you follow you know you have the morning shake I mean I say morning shake this is at the very limit of my understanding of it <laughs> I love you, the Wicker presentation yeah, boxes yeah. as well. They look amazing. Yeah, so uh, my my soon-to-be wife uh, is is uh, is taking part in that kind of three-day um, detox. Uh, so I will I'll report back on the other yeah. side of summer and let you know how she feels and if she if she kind of keeps um, keeps it up. The next guest we had on was Nikki Yarni. Now with Nikki, it's actually quite interesting because. We he was the second person we actually interviewed on the old audio capture device. Yeah. But with his one, we lost a load of it. Yeah. It sounded bad. Um, well, yeah, there was a wasn't there was like a there was a power cut, power cut, mm. a power cut, and like alarms were going off on the road, all kinds of stuff. And we didn't realize how much of it we'd have. And obviously, when we got it back, it was just it was a no go. So we yeah. we asked him back in, and he was like super cool about coming back in months later to record. And it was even better the second. It was. Time yeah. It was. And he's like, he's, yeah, such a nice guy. Um, and it, I liked his, um, his story about, he, he was good at art when he was at school and then he kind of didn't do it again um, and then picked it up because his girlfriend wanted him to draw a picture or something and that now he's, you know, he's got his own Etsy page and he's selling stuff and he's exhibited all over Enfield. Um, yeah, really. And it's just a really nice guy. Yeah. I really enjoyed him talking about his process because when you when you look at his work, you're like, wow, that's you know that is some serious concentration, some serious focus, some serious like attention to detail. Mm. 
Um, and then to hear him talk about it being a, a sort of meditation when, when he does it um, was really interesting. And again, that's something that that sort of goes across the, the season as a, as a theme as well. Mm. People using, having outlets which you know, calm them down from a, a hectic lifestyle or things that just take them away from their day-to-day uh, you know, lives. Mm. Um, and that was quite interesting to hear from him as well. Yeah, just the intricacy of his artwork is amazing. Like the fine details, it just blows your mind if you look really up close. You're just like, how? <laughs> and then the next guest we had on was the legend that is John the Poacher. Oh, I mean, John. what, like, honestly, <laughs> I think of all the episodes we've done, I probably enjoyed all of what we did with him because we obviously went on a five-hour um, mushroom walk, foraging walk yeah, around Hackney. Um, just I mean, opened up a complete place that we like barely knew existed. Like you know, like Springfield Park was there, but like all the little nooks and crannies and his knowledge and stuff like the um, Hall's Radish. It's just like who knew, you know? Yeah. There's a clip of the the uh, Jaden Colin trying Hall's Radish on our. YouTube, Instagram page, which yeah. is, is quite funny. Holding back the tears. Yeah, <laughs> tears indeed. Indeed. I think uh, Mick Huckman said it best. Yes. <laughs> Love the thought. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Very good. <laughs> no, I, I, you know what? I absolutely adored John. Mm. Absolutely brilliant. What a way, you know, what an interesting, um, what an interesting guy. You know, it's such a, just such a knowledge as well. Just the whole lifestyle as well. It's just like, wow. Yeah, I've I've never met anyone who's quite like that. Just also being a city dweller, not just he's out in the sticks and okay, he forages. He he literally lives in the heart of the city. Well, not in the heart of the city, but Hackney. Hackney. Um, And he's out picking berries and God knows what. Picking up trees. Mushrooms, yeah. yeah. Just mad. Brilliant, but also the, I mean, I know, I know a few people who've, who've kind of been in contact with me and said, like, oh, how can we come on this underwater? I'm like, talk to John, get on his Instagram, <laughs> just talk to him. He will, he will set up a walk, and it's, you know, it's one, it's a, it's a great kind of day out with a really interesting person, but then also the, just the amount of knowledge that you end up, um, that you end up picking up from him mm. is just. It's worth the price of entry. Oh, for sure. You know, mm. complete, it's worth double that, to be completely honest. I think, I mean, he hinted at releasing a book. Um, I hope and, he does. And I think within the next two or three years, he's going to release a book that is just going to explode. Yeah. Because just such an interesting story and yeah. an interesting kind of content. Yeah, the knowledge and what a way to earn a living, just yeah. taking people on little tours of well, that parks and... and wilderness and yeah. swapping stuff in exchange yeah, for yeah. drink and food well, and, and, that, and <laughs> the thing that was also made me chuckle was having um, you know having cocktails named after him because he's yeah. provided you know supplied the what was I think it was like moss or something like that Irish moss Irish mm. moss yes that was uh, you know that was he had a, a drink named after him it's brilliant mm. absolutely brilliant and fully deserved I, you know yeah, yeah, I, yeah 100% you know if, if he does um get around to releasing a book where yeah, just have them on again yeah, um, sure. because it'd be it'd be fantastic and then our final guest of the season was Anne Curry 
who just released a, a sci-fi novel. Um, and yeah, she was she was a super interesting person. Just wealth of knowledge. Yeah, and oh. so, some of the stuff she was talking about, like the kind of surveillance uh, and the ethics in technology, just stuff I I I knew of, but I wasn't really thinking about much. Well, that's the that's the that's like the biggest thing about it, right? We we know it's there, but we don't think of you don't think much further than that immediate implication. You mm. don't kind of think further than your your initial interaction with that thing. Mm. And if you kind of extrapolate it out, you end up going like, oh, actually, <laughs> maybe I shouldn't have all my data out there, or maybe I shouldn't mm. give my email to this thing, or you know, maybe I shouldn't have a. Google slash Amazon device in my in every room in my house, you know they just. But then it does make you question, like, the society you want to live in. Should we all just be like in her book, where everything is just recorded and open? That way, if everything's out there, you, you know, does that make us better people? Because we wouldn't do these. Well, not me personally, but mm. people committing crimes, they wouldn't do them because they know there'd be. But then it's freedom of choice, right? Well, yeah. This is what I mean. Right, this that's, is why, that's the, but that's the that's the philosophical argument. Yeah, yeah, and that's the same with the whole surveillance thing. Like, is you know, yeah, that's the would, would they would well. they do it if they're being watched? You know, and that's not the mark of whether you're good or bad, right? It's whether you do things when you're not being watched. But if you knew you were always being watched, then yeah, but then it's not free. It's not just not free choice. Well, it's not. I don't think it necessarily creates good people. It creates people who just are forced to be away. No, that is something. Yeah. yeah. It's, because you, then you don't know whether you would you don't know if you would do the right thing if you're not being watched you've no idea because you're always being watched I like the control like I'm not saying I'm doing anything <laughs> well because I'm not you know I, hey I'm not doing anything criminal and I've got nothing to hide but yeah of course I want the privacy I want the choice mm. I don't want to feel like I'm forced to make the right decision I would like to feel that I'm relying on my own moral compass to mm. make that decision because yeah. That's my moral compass. That's not the government's moral compass. It's not the Google's moral compass. It's not Amazon's moral compass. Mm. It's mine. It's a personal thing. And I think it's important to keep that element, if you can. Mm. I just think it's an interesting discussion. That was, oh, that yeah, is, very. That is raised in, in her book. Yes. Um, they do talk about that a little bit. Um, so, <laughs> no, yeah. No, that's... no other views on that. Well, any, any more? <laughs> you wanna... <laughs> the amount of stuff she does, the whole ethics... Writing novels, painting, working with uh, an Oscar-nominating actress, teaching her to paint. Just, like, phenomenal, like, busy person. <laughs> yeah. I think that might be, like, a theme that runs throughout all the, like, all the guests we've had. They've all had this kind of drive to do something. Um, but she was, she was very driven. Like, she mm. said she's going to do something. She, she acts on it straight away. <laughs> it, she, yeah, she still is. Um, but she does, she really acts on what she, she thinks. Whereas some people, like for yeah. me, I think, oh, that would be a great idea. Oh, I'll shelve that project yeah. and come yeah. back to it. She's yeah. just like, right, I want to write a book. Yeah. And she starts. Well, it's also that thing of like having no, no well, trying to eliminate your fear of failure as well and being all right with it. Like be okay with failure. It's okay to make a mistake. It's okay to, to produce something which isn't fantastic because that happens. You know, it's that that thing of like when I when I was uh, when I was freelance and kind of producing films and products and music videos and a whole host of like film content. Mm. Um, if I go back and look now, I 
can't stand it. I hate that stuff. It's, it's terrible. It's like, it's, and it's, it's not. It's of the time. It was great when it was then. Mm. And I had to get it out. And that's, you know, it's fine. And there's been situations where I've been on a job and it's really not been that good. But you have to just keep going and get it done and get it out and get away from it. Like, don't mm. have it. I have no fear of failure. Like, I, you know, if it goes wrong, it goes wrong. I'll shoot it again or... Mm. You know, or we'll just shelve it and say, hey, you know what, this did, just did not work out. Let's do something else. I think it's nice to have the archive of, of work, even if it is terrible. Like, I've, because obviously I'm in a similar creative industry. Not as good, though. <laughs> better, <laughs> better. <laughs> yeah, no, well, mine's, mine's, mine's like graphics rather than yeah. video. Um, but still. All the, uh, hey, sorry. I think you sell yourself short. Like, you're very talented. Oh, thanks, Jack. I know, right? <laughs> Pay me later. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's, it's that thing of even looking at my work from, you know, 10, 15 years ago. It may be awful, but there are things in it. I go, oh, yeah, that, I see what I, what I was doing there, and that's nice to have, and to see yeah. where I am now to recognise yeah, yeah, the yeah. errors. It's, it's nice yeah. to have an archive. And also, I guess, I, I guess if you look at it in a different way, it's not necessarily the errors, it's the improving skill right? right which i think is the same for this podcast like progress right yeah of course well it's just yeah. listening back to some of Always these improving constantly yeah trying to, well, <laughs> trying to. <laughs> at least yeah. um so for season two i thought we could talk a little bit about what we want to happen um realistic stuff and things that we that might not happen but would be the ideal um I was thinking, I think we all agree it would be good to get um, some more guests outside of the kind of Stanton's coffee shop circle, so yeah. from further afield, um, because all the guests that we did have on season one were, I think, mostly people that come here or a friend yeah. of someone that came here comes yeah, here. Yeah. Um, so it would be nice to have some, um, yeah, different guests. Yeah. So if there is anyone listening that thinks they know someone or they might be. Um, interesting, have a good story to tell, then get in contact with us. Yeah, basically we're going to cast the net uh, far and wide. Yeah. And it's really put in some interest in people. So we, we you know, we have a, a, I guess, a wish list. Um, and, you know, some of them are out there. So come on, who, who's your dream guest, Jade? If it could be anyone in the world, who would you have on? Oh, anyone in the world. Anyone in the world. You know who mine is, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Who's you mine? Want, you want Kansner? Yeah. yeah. Come on, Eric. Uh, yeah, hey, Eric, if you're listening, uh, James wants you. Um, <laughs> I mean, he, he's not even denying it. <laughs> no, it's true. His man crush. Yeah, he's, he's my hero, come on. So come on, who's your, your dream um, guest? That's really difficult. Uh, because my mind immediately goes to, to football people, but then I actually don't think that... So a football person would be Thierry Henry, Thierry Henry but... Um, I actually don't think, sorry Thierry, but I don't think he'd be a good guest. He'd be an awesome guest, come on. <laughs> he, he, wouldn't, he, wouldn't, he wouldn't, because that, that, that is, that's a, you know, that's a personality thing, that's, he's pushing that out. He's not like that day to day. He is not. Like, I know he's not. I, you know, read enough and keep watching over his fans. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so take Thierry Henry out to the so equation, you, who's you your? Take Thierry Henry out. Um, Okay, non-football. The, Co- the, the Cohen brothers, I'd love to oh. talk to them. That'd be amazing. I mean, obviously, they're US-based, so... Um, Uncle Jones, I would mm. love to talk to. 
would love to talk to him. Very Ed- Edgar Wright as well. Scorsese. Um, hey, you <laughs> <laughs> could all do. I, I would, I'd, I'd quit if Scorsese yeah. came. I'd be like, okay, that's done. That's the pinnacle. Yeah. I'm, I'm, not, I'm never doing anything again. Mm. Um, phenomenal, phenomenal. Doesn't get better than that. So come uh, on, Colin, who's who's your dream guest? If you non-football related, all football related, if you want. Brian Blessed. Oh man, yeah. awesome. we'd have to turn our yeah, volume down. Imagine. <laughs> Such a great voice. And like, obviously, he's done so much cool stuff. Yeah. Or maybe Paul McCartney would be awesome as well. Wow. Yeah, I mean, but that's again. Yeah. I guess so. These, but these are pie in the skies, right? I yeah. reckon. I, uh, Not realistic, if yeah. we're honest. But in terms of realistic, I, I'd quite like to speak to Alex Scott. I'm sure she's in massively high demand at the moment. Obviously, like being at you know, Arsenal and mm. doing all the World Cup coverage, all of the match of the day stuff, I'm sure she is hugely busy. But she seems, I mean, for one, from her TV appearances, mm. um, I really enjoy the, the knowledge, um, the way she, she talks about football. Um, it's level-headed and it's, it's, it's uh, informed opinion that she's giving. Mm. Um, which is a lot and she's a lot better than a lot of the kind of usual circuit of male footballers male ex-footballers that mm. are on match today and are on doing all the punditry it's they are they are boring they fall into that trope that like football pundit trope and she has managed to kind of stay away from that um and i think the plan is to have a few um on location episodes, right? So we're gonna. Yeah. I think we've got a, a studio visit. Yeah, we have. Yeah. So we don't want to. Don't want to. We'll keep our power dry yeah, in terms yeah. of um, what that is. But we uh, we will do a little bit more uh, on location recording and also a little bit more on location filming. Yes. Well, we've started the YouTube channel, yeah. and we'll put all the season one episodes on there, just audio. But yeah, we plan to film our episodes now as well. Yeah. So that should be. And we are mulling. We're mulling over the idea of. Of doing it live. Well, this was the other thing we're we're considering, which was something we wanted to do last year, was a kind of late cast or after hours episode live, which would be filmed um, and would probably be with someone in the alcohol business. There's someone. There are a few people we toying with the idea. Yeah. So yeah, I I mean, I I, we've obviously we've spoken off air about this. Mm. Um, and I think I'm really uh, like 100% behind it. Not just because it's alcohol. I mean, obviously that's a win. But because I just think it's interesting. I think it gives another, like another flavour, another mm. element of, of, of podcasting. Yeah. Because you know, it gives us an opportunity to test uh, you know, these alcohols out, talk about how they've started the companies. Because a lot of these things are small, are relatively small businesses. Well, the other thing is we, yes, we are looking for uh, different guests and from further afield, but we also, we still want to keep that kind of local, interesting people as well. It's not to say we're, we're going to neglect that side of it. No. Um, so, yeah, stay tuned for season two. Any final thoughts? No, just keep, keep listening. Keep telling your friends. Keep passing it on. What, you know, and also, we're, all of us are on social media, so you know, reach out, like, don't be afraid, we're happy to chat um, via Instagram, you know, I'm on t- uh, Twitter as well, and we always give our uh, Instagram and Twitter handles at the end, so just, yeah, just feel free to start a conversation, man, we're always, um, 
always up to talk, especially if you disagree with anything I say. <laughs> I am more than happy to have a conversation. And I mean a conversation. Let's not have an argument. But I'm happy to have like open and frank uh, conversations, especially if I've said something which you don't agree with. Um, I'm you know, more than happy. So reach out. All right. Hope you enjoyed season one. See you for season two. Stay safe. That was episode seven of the Pro Podcast. Follow us at Pro Podcast on Instagram. You can follow me, James, at Mr. James Stanton on Instagram. And you can follow me, Jade, at Black Films on Instagram and Twitter. And you can follow me at Colin underscore Stanton82 on Instagram. Catch you on the next one.